Project 24, I'll tell you, been a hell of a journey. I think we started this journey about eight months ago. Um, started with nothing, just a quick video in a car. And it's always been a vision that we want to live the best human experience possible, you know, operating from a spiritual, physical, emotional, mental level to make sure that we're not, you know, letting the life experience take control of us, that we're actually taking control of life experience. And I always say this is why we're all here. We're all connected. We're all sitting here to be a service to each other and share as much knowledge as we can. And of course, encourage others. And I have Nada back on, of course, like I said, she's going to be a regular and how you doing tonight? You're doing good. So I put out a trailer, you know, and I know you saw that one. It's with my boy Vo out of Chicago. I will say the probably the hands down best rapper in Chicago, especially when he goes freestyle and his lyrics is crazy because I know he's listening right now, but he when we connected him and I will have this conversation, but when I listen to his lyrics, and it's crazy because when I listen to his lyrics, he listened to my speaking. You know, it was like we were speaking the same language, except I was just talking. He was just, you know, use it as an entertainment end. But it's great. So, Vo, welcome, bro. Thank you. Live from Chi-Town, man. Look at you, man. Thank you, brother. I'll tell you, man, I when we started connecting, we started talking. And I think Nada might notice a little bit is that uh, even when he reached out, I think he initially you I think you initially reached out on TikTok, I thought, or it was Instagram, Instagram, I thought. Yeah, I actually but seen he, a video of yours on TikTok, and it was like, uh, it was it was perfect timing, bro. It was like a million some views. I'm like, oh, this guy huge. I gotta. I started following you on Instagram, and I uh, yeah, did something I don't do often. I think I hopped in your inbox thanking you, like, man, you saved my life, brother. And yeah, you actually responded, man. Yeah, I responded, and he was so excited to respond, and I'm sitting there excited just to even talk to him because I'm looking at his stuff, and I'm looking at his music, like, wow, man, this guy's got talent. And he's looking at me like, well, man, this guy's got talent. And I'm like, yeah, that's where, you know, again, we just spoke to the other day, Law of Attraction, you tracked who you are, you know? So if you're expressing, if you're creating, you're going to attract to yourself people who are expressing and creating, hence here all three of us are, and testimony to that. Yeah. But yeah, so we we actually uh, same thing with Nate. We did the same thing probably months ago. I think it was a few months back when we connected. Same thing with Vo. It was probably over a month ago. Easy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And it's just like motivational, you know, encouragement messages almost daily, if not every other day, via voice message, text message, whatever it is. And I think now it's actually we're at a point, even all three of us, <clears throat> to uh, man it's like share the knowledge share what we've been through to say hey look man this life experience is what we make it you know i know i had tower moments in my life and for those that don't know what a tower moment is it's it's when something you know catastrophic something devastating something of hurt or pain or suffering happens and it's like your tower just falls and then it's like, what are you going to do if you're going to stay in the rubble or if you're going to rise? You know, what do they say? This is a phoenix rising, right, from the ashes. I mean, we're kind of testimony right here that we just rise from the ashes. And it's almost like any tower moment I ever had, any situation I had or trouble I had, I'll tell you, it's it's almost now. I am I embrace it so much more now than what I used to because as I sit here and come over each hurdle and just keep elevating you know i mean whether it's a breakup a divorce a bankruptcy a job loss money problems it's like once you come through that it's it's insane and nato when we talked you were you were kind of like that and vo i know you're going through some stuff with recording and 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 judgment from others and lack of encouragement and you know, some friends that fall off because they don't support what you're doing, especially what I'm doing now. And then when they see it, and it was funny, Vo, because when I was listening to uh, one of your songs, I think I have it on here, Let Me Vent. And it was, um, 
one of the lyrics where it said something like, you know, when they're not there, when you're trying to push what you're doing, and then when you become successful with your million views and albums and stuff like that, it's like they all start coming back. It's like, hey, what's up, man? You know, mm-hmm. in that way, not so much in the lyrics, but that's how I interpreted it. But, it, yeah, but it's true. But it's very true. So, yeah, I mean, you guys, I'm, I'm sure you guys had challenges. I'm sure you guys had, you know, issues. Vo, especially you, man. I mean, especially in Chicago. I mean, I grew up 30 years there, so I'm right there with you. And so I'm sure it was tough. What was it like? Like, like here's the example. When did you when did you start? When did you choose the, the music route? When When did you choose that? How long ago was it? You know what? To be honest with you, music was never like rapping was like never a passion. I grew up as like every kid. I wanted to be like Michael Jackson. I wanted to be a singer. I couldn't sing and I kind of gravitated towards rap. But like this is what I was telling you, Dom, the way you express yourself, that's what I want to do. I just I just come off to do it so good when it come to like rhyme and the words. So I like gravitated towards like people I lead at rap talk, you know, put everything yep, yeah. in the rhythm. Muhammad, yeah. yeah, I gravitated towards that. But yeah, no, nah, it was hard, brother. It was I don't you know what? I always said once I get in the position that people actually listen to me, I want to say something very valuable. Right. And and to me, that's where a lot of, you know, the Chicago uh, lack of support come from. I realize like you can only reach people that relate to you and i realize in this world we live in it's not too many people that can relate to what we talk about so i'm they're only gonna understand it's almost like what i say is they only understand to the level of their understanding yeah yeah i can sit here and speak to feminine and masculine energy within us and and to a common i call them 80 percenters to a common person that doesn't look outside of gender Right. So they look at it masculine, feminine, man. I got an old woman in me. It's like, no, it's, there's no gender. So they could only understand to their level of understanding to that topic you're discussing. And I think that's where people are really closed off. And I think that's where, in a way, and I'll let you guys share yours, but it was like where my awakening was, you know, where I had a very high executive in the government he probably knows is you know guy I used to work with at the base and he was a director there and i'm smiling because i know when he listens to this he's going to know it's him and um when he looked at me and said man you're the, you're just some of the people around you if you ever question who you are just look at the people around you yeah and one day on a saturday night hanging on the block drinking some beers i'm in a garage and and you know i mean i'm just looking around and it was almost something that i did not want for my life and it's like i'm not harking anybody that's married i'm not harking anybody that has kids if that's your life path that's your life path but once i started hearing people talking about people and and just no real solid goals and just going through the motions of just waking up and just going to work it's like no that's not what i wanted for myself is almost like creativity and you know that's what i was looking for so that was kind of like my tower moments through bankruptcies and divorces. And I always looked at myself as a common denominator. I was at a few uh, divorces at that time, a couple of bankruptcies. And I'm like, I got to change something about me because it's no one's else's fault. And when I stopped pointing a finger and started pointing at myself, that's when shit started to change. And I went dark for about seven, eight months. So <clears throat> I always encourage people to really evaluate who's around them. You Dom, know, you know, are. I need you to I need you to elaborate on you say you went dark. What what's that what that look like? So like going dark for me was really when I looked at myself as the common denominator, I completely wiped everybody off the table that was around me. Mm. I didn't talk, I deleted them from social media. Mm. Okay. I I didn't talk to family. I, I just I always say my youngest son at the time. I have custody of them. So my youngest son at the time was like my savior because I know myself, I probably would have started going out by myself a lot, but I didn't. So I had to stay home. I didn't have sitters out here. All my family's in Chicago. So the sitters were daycare. That was it. So I went inside myself. It just completely, no matter how bad it was, no matter how much I didn't want to be by myself, because I was very codependent at that time. 
Like I needed to be around people. Hence, I went the hell I'm not even home every night, you know, whether I'm at a friend's house or going out on a Thursday night or going out Saturday and Sunday or going somewhere from a Friday to a Sunday. I was never by myself. So going dark for me was like, okay, the only thing I did was go to work, come home. Yeah. <clears throat> and at that time, shit, man. And I said this, uh, the other podcast I did, the other episode, man, I was about 145, 150 pounds at that time. So even the people around me, they they weren't at that time working out. There was nobody exercising. There was, and I always had to stay like, man, I want to be fit, man. I want to look good, man. I want to feel good. But there was always that doubt. And I'm telling you, you never manifest what you want. You manifest who you are based on your thought. So whatever you're focusing on, if you're focused on, well, man, I'm not going to ever be, you know, have muscles and I'm never going to make more than 60000 a year and I'm never going to have this. When you stay in that mindset, all you got to do is just look around. And I said this the other day. <clears throat> And, and this person's going to know it because I, I uh, last time I talked to her was a few weeks back, but not even. I said how much it really resonates. Man, I wish she was here right now because I'd have her confirmed to it. I don't even have to ask you about you. If, if I'm sitting there looking at Nada and I want to know everything about her, what, her, what she values, but Nada's kind of guarded. She doesn't want to open up. You know, all I got to do is say, so you got any close friends? You got some good friends? Oh, yeah, I got this best friend. So and so. Oh, man, let me uh, tell me about her. All she's got to do is just start telling me about her best friend. She's telling me everything about herself. Mm, that's powerful. And some people will look and say, no, that's not true because, you know, I have this and she has that. No, because most people that say that they're thinking at a surface level. Well, no, she's fit. I'm kind of, I don't go to the gym, but that's surface level. You got to go beneath it. So you got to see what that best friend is thinking and valuing. All you got to do is see this her best friend value relationships. Does she value honesty? Does she talk about people? Hey, Nada, you know, your best friend, man. What do you dislike about her? Does she ever get on your nerves? That's crazy. And what she's also going to say is what Nada sees in her is what's within Nada. Mm-hmm. So I can find out everything I know about Nada just within just her talking about her best friend or who she surrounds herself with. That's pretty powerful. Yeah, that's you powerful. know, Vo, man, if we're if we're hanging and I'm like, no, nah, man, oh, get off the phone after like an hour. You're like, Dom, who's that, man? Oh, I'm not. That was my buddy, Bob. I'm just making it up, man. You know, what I mean, he just you guys close. Yeah, we're close, man. But man, he judges people, man. He he's very superficial. He's very materialistic. People say this. And this is where my passion comes out a little bit. People say this. It's like, then why do you hang out with them? And yeah. you're like, I don't know, man. I just feel sorry for them. Bullshit. You have that in you. Yeah. At some point, you were superficial. At some point, you're focusing on things that don't matter. At some point, and that's where you have to look. If you're getting on my nerves, it's not you. That's within me. Yeah. Because you as my friend, close. You are close. Same thing with Nada. You have no bad intention towards me, so you're not doing these things out of malice. So if I'm getting triggered, you know, it's within me. So I have to figure out, why is that bothering me? Why does that bother me? You know what's crazy, Don? <laughs> One thing I'm starting to realize, some, some people don't even know they don't know they are the way they are or got some of the traits they get in that's the part that's like, can I cuss on here? Sure, hundred percent. And that's because they're yeah, just not putting. The shit make me want to pull my hair out. I was going to say that's just because they're not. They're, they haven't done the work. They haven't gotten into that dark place where they're really looking they at themselves. And it's hard. It's hard for people to like make the time the to like, really look within because it's hard to I face think, it. I think you, know, you don't want to face the reality of what is and why you do it. Right. Yeah, I think I think sometimes yes, people I always say that will not change. Something. And I said yeah. this before and I don't use the word, but I said this contradicting myself there. But I think yep. you will not make a change until you start fucking hating it. Once you hate it, you stop. Yeah. 
you stop. I mean, that's it. When you wake up and you're like, I can't freaking do this anymore. You know, I'm tired of my results. I'm tired of what I'm not getting. I want to start operating a different way. But I think for some, it's 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 more fear based is why they stay where they're at. If you just listen to people, it's it's um and I and I said this the other day, master the art of paying attention. You know, when 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 I'm going when I went through a tower moment, you know, end of last year and and <clears throat> I'm pretty seasoned at it, so I don't stay on the floor too long and I try to elevate as best I can. I'll tell you, it's like I look at it as a challenge. It's not that I I have to like it. And I think that's where some people get confused. It's like when you have an awakening, it's almost like I'm not telling you to like it. I'm telling you to embrace it. You can go through your sorrow, your crying, your tears, and I don't give a shit what man comments on this and and or or says anything. And I said it numerous times since January. If a guy ever tells you, man, men don't cry, man, shut the hell up, man. Please yeah. give me a break. I'd say yeah. I'm not talking crocodile tears either. Come on now. Yeah. Um, but if you have something painful, you're going through an awakening. You're trying to find clarity. You're yeah. trying to look for purpose. You have a tower moment, a situation that is devastating. Embrace it. Don't try to deny it because I think that's what too many do. Or, you know, it's the same thing kind of we talked about. And I'm sure, you know, when they do that and we can go into exactly what I was going to walk into instead of embracing it, what do they do? They mask it. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell you, there's some there was I wish I had it, but there was a uh, uh, cartoon picture out there and, and it just shows an open closet and it shows a bunch of hangers with all these different faces. And you see a hand just grabbing the one out for the day. That shit's exhausting. Yeah. Like exhausting. Like who am I going to be today? Yeah. uh, yeah, What face am I going to put on? But here's the thing, though. It's like I could understand when you're in an entertainment business and, and you're acting or you're, you know, doing stage performances and stuff like that. I get it, you know, plays and drama and stuff. I get it, you know. And I was actually listening to a podcast uh, this morning while I was uh, having coffee, and it was um, the uh, where persona derived from. Persona actually derived from theater, you know, within actors and stuff like that. They had to, this this character that had to carry a certain persona, you know. I mean, think about it. We all saw, come on, we all saw Tropic Thunder. <clears throat> you know, Robert Downey Jr., you know, playing the black guy. And and what happened? I mean, if you think about it this way, when you start looking at movies, and I don't really watch too many movies anymore. Movies I do, but TV I don't. And uh, when you look at Robert Downey Jr. in that movie, what happens? He's becoming his character. The mask he's wearing, he's actually believing it's him. Mm-hmm. So when you take just that part of that movie, right? Think about how many people you know are just being and doing that. You know that's not truly who they are, but they're stuck playing this role. And I say this all the time, man. <clears throat> when you look at, and, and oh, you've been in a relationship, and our one, and, and Nada, you've been in a relationship, and I've been, shit, too many. But in the same sense, You can be around this group of friends. They act this way. They can be around their family. They act this way. They're at work. They act this way. They're around you. They act this way. Then you're like, "Um, which one are you? Yeah. And then the simple answer is, you know what they're saying, right? Because if their mom said, hey, well, you're different around so-and-so. Mom, you know, this is, you know me, mom. I'm the real one. Well, they're saying the same shit to the other person. (laughs) You know, you're not, I'm not going to look at a significant other that's different from their mom, friends priest, co-workers, monk, therapist, whatever. And if I'm seeing all these different people, they're going to look at me and say, well, no, I, I'm fake in front of you. No, they're not. 
So it's and like I think it's, Nada knows this. Well, you know this. I think and, it's because and, and we're so used people to it. Outside like, of this I can call think of my parents being a totally different set of parents this, at church, like and you know, totally different I'm at home. And so because we're so used to seeing it since we were kids, it's not until we do the work and we realize how tiring it is that you're not being able to be yourself with everybody that you're like, oh, you know what? This doesn't feel right anymore. And I know like this is the norm in my household or whatever, but this doesn't feel good with me. So it's not until you, again, until you do the work or until you get sick and tired. And I even made a TikTok about it. Like, hey, if your voice changes with different people, you're being fake. And then you get home all tired from being fake all day that you take it out on your family. Because I was dealing with that firsthand with my daughter. You know, she was like, she. I was told she was like this happy, talkative, friendly person at school. And then she gets home and she's a total brat. And I'm just like, if you keep doing that, you're giving the people that love yeah. you the worst part of it. So stop being fake. Be yourself so that you're not tired at the end of the day. Because that's what happens. It tires you out. You know what? It's funny because you were going to go into what my next topic was going to be. So I'm going to, you know, hold that thought because when you said she's like this in school, but then she's like this when she comes home. But as soon as you said that, I think of, you know, your daughter just making this up because you're in California, but your daughter, let's say, is with me and acts this way, right? But then she's with you and she's a terror. I'll tell you what, I take the side of boundaries on that one sometimes because you know i've had it with my own kids and seen it with my son with his well, my oldest son when he was yeah. young you know he would be let's say sometimes a terror with his mom and she would call and me you're up. right because and, and i, would I say, did set like, the no, boundaries like and our relationship has been changing a little bit because I, 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 I set the boundaries but that was how it was before you're not getting your ass in the cart you know yeah but i think that yeah. also has to do with boundaries but it's like Now you're seeing a little bit more respect and now she's being more respectful to you and communicating a little bit better. And I tell you, it's like <clears throat> I wore masks myself and I, I t it was and, and I done this where it was like, did you ever and we all wore masks, but I, I try not to anymore. I'm pretty successful at it. And have you ever worn one around a certain person or two and then the other person just is in the same place at the same time? And that's where you're kind of like revealed because let's say you go to a restaurant and I'm like this, and my buddy, Eric, he's probably listening at some point, but I haven't talked to him in a while, but let, I'm just using this as an example. If I'm with my buddy, Eric, and I'm talking to him this way, and then yeah. my buddy, you know, D shows up and then it's like Eric witnesses a total shift in how I'm talking to him. And it's like, man, you don't, you don't sound like that when you're, around me and it's like you're almost like exposed in a sense yeah. you know and i think sometimes when you know people people do that it's almost like the oh my gosh i actually showed a different side of me and they get nervous because it's or it's sort of like going back to the theater you want to entertain your audience you want the audience to approve you you want the audience to clap and cheer you you want them to pay you accolades and believe it or not that's yeah. where the term you know where a mask came from learn that shit today i was like wow and i now i understand it clearer so i think at some point we all we all wear masks you know but i think it's really getting to a point and some people i think it's because you're so comfortable like, and confident in who you are you know, now man, that drug, it's okay attitude. like you it's you feel like i don't have I to excuse myself from anybody or for anybody like, I don't know if but I shared this with you too, where it's I like, I was at the gym and the I, I cuss a lot. I do. And this man told me, he's like, oh, ladies don't cuss. And it's like, oh no, this lady does. And so if you don't like it, you don't have to talk to me. But before I, I was taught to be respectful yeah. to my elders or whatever, and, you know, not cuss around certain people, but it's like, no, this is who I am. If it's not cool with you, then you shouldn't be around me, period. I'm not changing for anybody else. So I am so confident and in, 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 in I'm okay with what I do and who I am that I can be myself now with anybody and everybody without changing anymore, adjusting for anybody.
Mm-hmm. Well, it's like even when you listen to that comment, and and vote. This is what I we you and I always talk about too. It's Nowhere. like even when you listen to that comment, you know, women aren't supposed to talk like that. Where'd that come from? Where did where that come from? Yeah. Like where's it written? Right. Like I'm serious. Where's where's it written? And you and you ask them that, and, and you get nothing. You get no answers. You, you get, get no, no answer. answer because they have no answer. But then they look at you in a crazy way. It's like, why do you believe that? What do you mean? Yeah. Why do you believe that? Yeah. Uh, that that's what it is. I had somebody say the other day. It's like, well, I just don't like when people are not engaged in reality. Whose reality? Yours. Right. Because my reality is different than yours. And it's like, well, you know, that's the way society. Is. Well, if you follow it. That's your choice. If you follow society, if you follow culture and stuff, that's not me. Yeah. That's that. That's that. That's where I'm like. That's where you go into like this tower moment, and you realize I'm done wearing masks. You know, so you slowly start peeling off, and it usually happens. It's funny when you ask me this, Vo, because how I did it when I said go dark was. Fuck it. You're just, you're just, you're, you're going to take a time where you're going to be true to yourself. Right. That's why I always end every video saying that because if you're afraid to be by yourself, now it's time to actually learn who you are. And the only way to do that is spend time with you. And I always say this, you know, yes, we are jobs. Yes, we are around people. But when do you really have time to yourself? And people, no, I have time to myself. No, you don't. You, you have two or three kids running around until they go to sleep. And then you're on the phone. Then you're watching TV. And then you're in bed. And the only time you get to yourself by yourself with no outside stimuli is the 15 minutes or 10 minutes before you fall asleep. Yeah. That's not time to yourself. And even on the way to work, you got the radio on or you're on your phone. So when are you really by yourself? The art of the art of distractions. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny you said that because I used this tagline the other day where I was like, people mistake distractions for happiness and healing. Yeah. And it's not. Distractions are not happiness. And that's why you see a lot of short I've been there. I lived them. That's why you see a lot of short term relationships, a lot of people that are in jobs under two or three years because the distraction is, I mean, I may have had a handful of relationships until I reached this point last year fully, but I know people have bounced from job to job to job, but your work ethic, your view of it, there is no, you know, how we were taught was there is no work Dom. And then there's personal Dom. No, there's just Dom. And I'm not a name. I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. So I'm not a name and I'm not my job, but if I'm going from job to job, to job, I'm bringing those same characteristics and traits with me unless I tackle them. Right. So, yeah, it's crazy. And, and, uh, I'll tell you, I think, uh, they, at some point we all wear a mask. I think pretty much on this call and I know people that still wear them. I know stuff. And, and, and I'll tell you what, it's not like you just wake up one day and say, Oh, I don't have it on anymore. They're still in the closet. They're still yeah. in my closet. I just don't choose to wear them. They're like in the shirts I don't want to wear anymore, you know? And although at times it's tempting to put one on, but I won't do it. So yeah. I think it's a choice. Every day it becomes a choice. Oh, I, I can name all my masks too. So I, I, I clearly identify. <laughs> it's crazy that this is even a conversation listening to both of y'all. I came across, a, um, I don't know if y'all agree um, with the connection of wearing masks to depression, but I was listening to a reel with Jim Carrey and he was just saying like, man, it's, it's just so connected to depression. Like you just need deep rest, you know, Mm -hmm. from pretending to be all these different characters and and your body just, that's what depression is. You just get to that point where it's like, all right, I'm tired. Like y'all saying, like, I'm just, it's just crazy. how just full circle. And it's like, at first it was like, all right, Jim, what are you talking about? Then I listened to it again. I I love Jim Carrey. And kind of like your dark moment. Yeah, this is some intelligent shit this brother said. So now listening to y'all, it's like... Let me throw this... Go ahead, go ahead, Vo. No, it's funny you say that. That's what changed me, though. Like, when I'm fake, phony, it was a a moment in time where I was lying to somebody. And just all the inner me knew I was... I fucking 
fucking hated that feeling. Like, I just, in deep down, it's like, I can't even wear this costume no more. Like, I know they seeing through my bullshit, right? I know they seeing it. And then it's like that back then, I used to be good, though. I lie. I even believe the shit. And it got to that point where I just got tired of believing my own shit. And it was just like, I don't like this character no more, man. He completely working against me, man. Like, this guy's like, we can't win like this. But it's funny you say, like, just getting sick and tired of it, man. That shit is it's tiring. It's hard to keep up with. I sometimes forget uh, the outfit I was, the mask I was supposed to wear. I ended up leaving that. And I just, it was just too confusing. Like, I don't know who the hell I am today at this point, man. But you know what? It's kind of neat because then you kind of reflect back to that person right now. And as you're speaking to it in your mind, I can see in your mind, you're thinking back to the person. You're like, I don't even recognize that dude. <laughs> right, he right. doesn't even exist anymore. Damn. Hey, Dom, and not to get too, not to get too, uh, Damn, too honest, that's a lot of work. Juggling multiple women oh, back man. in the day. It was like, oh, fuck, I forgot I'm the romantic guy with you. Okay. Oh, she likes the thug. Okay. All right. Fuck, I'm. I'm the gangster with. <laughs> yeah, no, and I get that. Yeah, I I know is that. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent, man. And, and and you can do that. You know, when people do that, whether it's it's in dating or anything like that, and even with friends and family, or like you know, or it's like you know, when my parents were were. I'm going back to when I was a kid, maybe late teens, early twenties. I stopped at my parents' house, and it's like you could be sitting there talking to your parents, and then you say, "Hey, I use the phone. I gotta make a phone call," and then you're calling your friend. And then you're talking to your friend on the phone. Your parents hear you get off the phone. You got your parents looking at you and say, why the fuck are you talking like that? Right, right, right. Why are you talking right. like that? You're like, I never hear you talk like that. And you're like, yeah. that's where you first realize, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, I forgot you were sitting there. But, yeah, and when you say it's conditioned upon us, my question is, it's like, when do you realize, going back to, like, the first point, right, you get a tower moment, you're like, you know what? done wearing this shit keep it in the closet or burn it and i used to say burn the closet of mask get rid of all your shadows don't worry about people judging you because i'll tell you i mean you walk around it's like a bank it's think of i was gonna say bank robber man like we're in the 1920s but i'm like think of like a thief or someone like that that you go commit a robbery i mean wear a mask yeah yeah when you don't you have don't that want mask them on, you're worried. Yeah. So think about like if you're exposed, you know, that's what you're worried about. You're exposed. Oh my gosh, they know who I am now. So you're yeah. constantly think about that yeah. feeling when you're walking around that paranoid. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm telling you, that's what drives people to, you know, go from relationships, go from jobs, you know, because they slip. They can only wear it for so long. The mask is not going to stay on forever, especially when you are dealing with people who have a big group of people. They have a lot of family. They have a lot of friends. They have a lot of acquaintances. You know they're wearing all these different masks around all of them. You know They're going to forget. They're going to get tired. They're going to get exhausted from it. And then something's gonna end and they just go run they recharge they put another one on and it's like it's not a good way to live but here's what i was gonna throw at you guys so when we think about all that and and it's kind of crazy because i was talking about finding clarity and removing your mask becoming fully freaking naked you know not wearing a mask but it's like a lot of people i talk to and this is i guess this is where my mind is and i want to see where you guys are at where, you know, everybody is like, majority, going to work, having a house, you know, having some kids, making sure the grass is cut, you know, the car's clean, whatever. Do you ever just sit back and, 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 oh, I know you with this, but I'm trying to pass this message to everybody. How many people are out there just thinking like, that's why we were here. That's why we got put here to drive vehicles, get a house, have some kind of 401k retirement and uh, expire. What? It's like, I just, I, I think for me, it's like when you 
just take a step back. It's like, yeah, especially if it doesn't, just it doesn't really sound good to you. So then, the but you're looking around you and all of society's doing it. All of your neighbors are doing it. Your colleagues, your coworkers. So you feel like you're out of place if you're not thinking it's okay. So it's not until you're just like, you know what, this, this doesn't feel good to me anymore. Like, I don't want to work 40 I mean, hours a week. I don't want to, like, I don't care to have a house that I'm, I can, I can't enjoy life anymore because I'm paying mortgage, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. No. I couldn't, I couldn't do this shit 80 hours a week. Because I have a passion for it. Yeah. I'm constantly, and, and Vo, you're the same way. And I'm going to share a clip of your stuff. But I'm constantly thinking of content, writings, knowledge to share, grow, yeah. help others, move others. And I get a lot of reach outs from people with what they're struggling with. And it's like, really what I say is it's like, you know, choose something different. And, and I think, again, that's where the awakening comes in. That's where, you know, you start removing masks and and you start really seeing some yeah. clarity here. I just, I, I, I don't think. Especially if you don't feel happy don't at the end of the day. Minute, being the highest evolved being on the planet, all we're supposed to do is just work yeah. and make money and build house and acquire goods. I said this before. No, and I think our natural state is happiness. I think most people just walk around doing shit that's unhappy. And, um, yeah. you know, I say we're waking up one or two ways every day. We're either surviving or creating. And I'm sorry I put anybody that they want to say they're creating a family. Are you creating a family for the community, for your country, for your world? Are you, no offense to anybody that wants to do that. You could have a family and, and be expressive, imaginative, and creative. And I think uh, we always wake up creating or or um, surviving. And I think most people wake up creating. No, most people wake up surviving. We're really, we're just consuming. We're consuming goods, resources, material things, you know. And I think the ones that actually go out there and create, you know, whether it's content you want to share with somebody, whether it's music, yeah. whether it's podcasts like like yours nada as well that i wanted to share wants to share knowledge and stuff like that Sorry, go ahead. that's why i don't take really any kind of negative comment i, no, I was just gonna say i wanted to share that one of my terror moments was was me feeling else, out of place because i was divorced for the second time yeah. that's why i, don't, I, don't I was too much. Uh, you know at back in college but and i, I was like the can... oldest student in classrooms and i just felt no, so out of out of all the check marks that society tells you to do, you know, and here I have my two brothers in the military married, they have a house and the kids. And I just felt so like behind and I was getting depressed and I didn't like my career. And so it wasn't until uh, I, I just figured, you know what, I don't want to do accounting. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want this, you know, and I had to start searching for books and then setting boundaries with my family because I was still trying to put that mask on for my family and it still didn't work. They still had a problem with me. So I was like, you know what? Fuck the masks. Like if there's, if they're not even working anymore, I'm going to just stay true to myself and whoever's going to be in my circle is going to be or not be. And I just, and that's where I started to feel my happiness. Like, okay, I don't have to follow society rules and, and get my college degree in something I didn't really want because it's going to pay the bills. Like I'm going to concentrate on what's going to make me happy because I tried having jobs and I was always depressed. I always found myself depressed. And then, um, but yeah, that, that's exactly where I started with one of my, my, the spiritual awakening was me trying to check the boxes and feeling the pressure from trying to keep up with my brothers and realizing that even when I do put on a mask to be respectful, they didn't see it that way. I still got shit for it. So it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to be myself and whoever's there is there. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in agreement with that. 100%. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I, could, I, could it, I mean, I, I was going through moments of like incompleteness, like everything that I thought was like fulfilling, or even like me being he heavy in fitness. I'm heavy in fitness, and it was like, all right, shit, I want to be the um 
not necessarily the best version I could be. I want to be the sexiest guy in the room, right? Then you become the sexiest guy in this room and you walk into another room and it's like, all right, I want to be the biggest guy in this. And you realize like you chasing some shit that's like, man, or even viral videos. I got a lot of viral videos. At first it was like, okay, I just want one. That's going to make me. And then it's like, man, life got to be more than all. Like none of this shit completes me. Like none of this is something that I'm, ah, that was it. So I started like, and I don't know, Dom, I love to hear your take on it, but I started relying on things that I would naturally uh, believe that I was born with. So like my imagination, I believe I am here to imagine in uh, being a creator, creating. I was born with like reproductive organs. It's, I would like to think that whoever gave these reproductive organs to me, maybe I'm supposed to reproduce. So I just started going back to the beginning. I got tired of asking myself, like, why? Like, all right, why do I work this job? Okay, to pay for air conditioning and lights. Okay, well, why do I have to pay that? Because ComEd and them want money. Well, why they just don't give? And I just started adding. It's just like, I can't do this matrix shit we live in there, man. It's yeah, got to be more than this. Yeah, There is a lot more than this. And I, and, I, and I always said this. It's like, ask yourself, and I'm the same way. Ask yourself why. And, and I'll tell you what, the people that respond back and just like, because that's the way it is. No, that's the way you live. And, yeah. and I tell it, it's... You know, I, it, it's so much bigger than, you know, when you look at the world. And I said this, go outside, look up in the sky, and there's the moon. Nobody on Earth threw that up there, even though I know a lot of people that would probably think they did. But they but they haven't, right? Yeah. Same thing with stars. Same thing, like, you know, and, and, I, and I read this, too, and, and, I, and I always believe this. It's like humans don't really know much. You know, we can split an atom, but we can't really tell you about it. We can't yeah. tell you where yeah. the planets came from. We have theories. And then it just matters on yeah. the population that believes these theories. And if the majority believes these theories, then it becomes facts. But really, it's not. It's just a theory. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, it's um, I think when you look at... Again, it's like me, my purpose here. If I have if I have a voice, if I have a different perception on things, and, and I'm with you, it's not about the viral videos. It's not about the, I think I'm at like three that are pretty much a million. One's over a million, but two others are pretty close, 50,000 away. But it's not about that. For me, it's about that dm or that message i get that says man you you know your stuff that i listened to the other day saved me from doing this you know yeah. the, the the post you did about this and that video you shared yeah. you know got me in a different direction because i had no other alternative to go to and you know that's the fulfillment part of me i don't care yeah. if it's three messages and it's not three but i don't care if it's three messages that's three souls man yeah, and I think when you I see can tell people, you feel like that too, because that's that's how me and your relationship started, brother. I'm like, man, dude, oh, yeah. this the world need to hear you. You too powerful, bro. You too powerful in your message. I mean, you like, you know, the one I gravitated to, man. I tell you yeah. about it every chance I get, but it was like, you know, just like the fact that you even got to discuss your boundaries with somebody is crazy. Like it was that one. It was like, yeah, it was. Shit. It was kind of. I think the one you're talking about was. Um, like telling somebody of boundaries or their bad behavior that you're not yeah. going to tolerate, you know? Yeah. And I, and I think, uh, cause I've been through that. I've been through that. It's, it's, and I'm speaking from experience there and where, you know, it's like a, uh, it's like a military clearance, right? You only, you're giving somebody all this access that, that doesn't need to have all this access. Yeah. You know? And, and it's funny, man, it's great that you talked about boundaries because it was going to go into my next topic and pretty much we're going to put a pin in it because I know we're at yeah. time, but, but we're taking boundaries on our next one. And what we're going to think about boundaries, right? Yeah. But I also want to throw you values. Yeah. Because do we really have boundaries or those, you know, how many people say they have boundaries, but they really just have a bunch of expectations? They don't have boundaries. They just have a bunch of expectations. I'm going to use an example. You know, I had 
some that will say, no, that's a boundary. And it's like, when you have something that you know can be broken, like, you know, I want you to call me at a certain time every evening. I want you, and if like you don't do that, it's going to break it. Well, no, that's just an expectation. You expect me to call you at every evening or text message response, you know. Well, my boundary is that if you don't respond within 20 minutes, you know, that's my boundary. Something's going on. And you're like, no, that's the, you're just setting expectations that will never be met. Yeah. Because something happens, I'm working late, I can't have my phone in a certain spot or, you know, my, 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 you know where the signal is. Or it's almost like I think your boundaries, again, has to be in line with your values. And I'll tell you, because I asked myself this, and the question I asked myself was, out of anybody I dated or been in a relationship in the last five years, can I name their values? I didn't know what the frick moral compass they had. Not saying they didn't have any, but when, it's going to be another call, another episode, but when do we ever ask, and I challenged a person at the gym, he'd probably hear this, he's going to be like, yep, I sure did. That I said, you're starting to date somebody. Yeah, what's her values? Five. What do you mean? What, what's her values? Oh, you you guys think each other are attractive. You like him. I like you. You work out. I work out. We like the same music. Like the same food. We 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 love staying here. We love going here. We love traveling. And then six seven months later, you know, you find out it's like, no man, she she was this and he was that and establish what's the values if i look at any relationship in the last five or six years and it hasn't been many i couldn't tell you what their values are meaning morals compass honesty vulnerability openness integrity love compassion empathy well i'll talk about this love language stuff okay cool but let's talk about values let's talk about real values you know if you look at me my values are vulnerability honesty and openness so that my boundaries are aligned with that. So if you're not open with me, hey, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm good. Okay, two days later, you come at me and you say, well, let me tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. One more time, that's it. I'm not talking about something two days ago when you got to be open and honest about it. Well, you know, you, you're hard to talk to. No, not really. Just try a different way of communicating. Send me an email. Send me a text. I say that to people all the time. Well, I can't talk to them. Just send them a letter. Just yeah. write them an email. Just send them a text. What did you do? I, I just can't talk to them. Okay. So send them correspondence. How about that? Yeah. So that's why I talk about being open. People are going to make excuses. Well, I tried talking. I don't even see a note on my car. I don't see a note. In, I had one. Uh, relationship and if she's looking at my stuff she'll know I'm talking about her but it was it, it and actually it's a, in a positive way because before me she was having problems with her husband at the time that she was married to and she would say the same thing well, I, you know, I said well did you ever try talking to him she says well he just wouldn't listen and then she showed me a picture and she said, I even went as far as doing this. And they had a full-length mirror, showed me the picture, full-length mirror in the bathroom, and in dry erase marker, she wrote this big, long note on it. Covered the entire mirror. And she says, I did that because I know when he came home, he changed and he'd do it in front of the mirror. Yeah. And he'd see it. See, that's effort. That's trying to communicate. Yeah. You know? How many people say, well, I tried. What did you try? And if, if you're not showing yeah. signs that you're actually people trying say it all to the time. Prove, well, I try talking to um, you, though. I like to remind my kids, too. It's like my you yesterday empty. may not be no the same you today because if you're really trying to do better you every day, to me? Just even just you know, 1% verbally? better, um, on, you got to give that person a chance. Like You can't just say, oh, I already tried. It's like, well, what if they're trying to change, too, and you might want to just try again? You know, Give the person an opportunity to, to maybe reconsider your words if they are the type of person that is working on growth and improving themselves and if they're not well then that that's that's a different story but if you're both trying to be better you you saying like oh well i tried it's like well then you are also not believing that they're willing to change or trying to change 
Right. Here's the key. Here's the key. That's got to be within you first in order to perform that. And if it's not within you, and again, if like attracts like, that person across the table from us is, is like us, we have to have that conversation with ourselves and then express it. So, no, we're going to put a pin in that because I do want to talk about boundaries. I do want to talk about boundaries aligned with establishing our values. And I do want to dabble into uh, are they boundaries or are they expectations? And we're going to want some cool shit. But, you know, I wanted to share this for listeners. But, you know, it's one song you did, and I think it was Let Me Vent. And I have it up right now. And I'm going to just play a little bit of it. And man, there's like so many good uh, lyrics on this one. And I know you guys are going to be able to see this in a minute. But yeah, it's like uh, this, it's funny this kind of. Who ain't hand a nigga nothing be the people with their hand out. See, when I look at this, videos man, this, is, right recorded, nigga. this is expression. This is creativity. This is even a favorite. This is giving hope to somebody. Somebody's listening and I ain't to stuff, man. To come support it, nigga. But if you's a journalist and I am newsworthy, then I feel like it's your job to go to work yeah. and then report it, nigga. And start saying they can make your shit a hit if you pan. You can tell by the tone of the voice what I'm saying. I'm something like a nigga on a bench. I ain't playing. Notice when you peek in more people who was never speaking to you get to speak in more people love you at the bottom hate it when your reach a grow now yeah, they call see, you weak as if you uh, wasn't writing for one about a week ago those things right there man and that's what i think it's like sending you a shout out for that because <laughs> you know i need I, I need you to send me some tracks because i want to use it as an intro oh i will most definitely and, uh, music for mine and I'll, of course i want to give you credit for it but um yeah I gotta pay, damn it! I gotta pay this shit. Nah, you know you good with me, Don. Yeah, no, nah, you good with me. I gotta make it Chicago. I think I'm coming up there. Uh, I think it's uh, October, or November. So I think I'll, it might be October. So I have some free time for you, brother. I'll uh, yeah, we're gonna have to sit down and 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 do some stuff because we're gonna wind up doing some stuff local too. So yeah, and uh, especially with Thanksgiving rolling around, I want to get with you about Thanksgiving and, and make some stuff happen. Same thing with you, Mia. Yeah. And just uh, yeah, kind of I got some back. ideas too, brother. I want to sit down with you. I got some ideas. We uh, yeah, I got some ideas. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll wind up doing that, man. It's always a pleasure, man. I love doing this shit. We're gonna keep it going and growing, and I'm excited to see where this shit's gonna be in about a year, and you know, even six months. You know, it's the last, the last. Tell you what, the last eight months have been crazy. So this is uh, this yeah, is a good thing. Awesome. I start stretching uh, all over the place, you know, from all the way on the, you know, Midwest to the That's right. West Coast, and yeah. I got some folks in the East Coast. Same. And, yeah, we're gonna wind up doing this. So this is great. So I'm gonna hit you guys up, and uh, and you guys just keep staying blessed, never stressed, and always keep being true to yourselves, man. We'll talk soon.